0: All right, and welcome to the Burritos, Breaks, and Flies Micro Tip Podcast. This new addition to our podcast lineup is a short form podcast. All that means is that we're going to take 15 minutes or less to get you a bunch of information on fly fishing news, tips, events, product info, and all kinds of other great information as it pertains to fly fishing. All here just to enhance your fly fishing experience. Adventure and time on the water. You'll be able to catch all these episodes on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, Anchor.fm, or even BearFishAlliance.com, which is our homepage. Uh, a special thanks goes out to all of our supporters Loop Tackle, Adams Built Fishing, and Oxner Insurance. Without them, the podcast wouldn't be possible. So, big thank you to them. All right, sit back and I hope you enjoy. The new microchip podcast. today's micro tip we will be covering the East Walker River and the special new regulations that have been set forth by the California Department of Fish and Wildlife so first thing uh, East Walker River if you're not familiar with it simply put it is a world-class fishery Uh, it is One of the few north flowing rivers in the world. And we happen to have just a handful of those here in our area in the Eastern Sierra. Uh, Truckee River is one of them. East Walker and the West Walker. So it's a pretty unique water just from that standpoint. The East Walker is known for having big browns Nice cutthroats, rainbows, and it also has a dash of Sacramento perch, uh, an endemic species, which is the Lahontan Mountain Sucker, and there's a few carp thrown in there as well, amongst some other little bait fish and whatnot. But what you find in this fishery is something that most people aren't even aware of that's in their backyard. You have a lot of folks wanting to take trips to, like, a Montana or Idaho or Wyoming, which are all awesome and wonderful, wonderful fisheries, but the East Walker is something special, not just the natural setting that it's in, but the water itself. I mean, it's a small water size thing flows all year. It's very well regulated and, uh, it's always a treat to fish. Uh, sometimes you could have just knockout days, 20 plus fish days and other days, Well, you wonder what happened, Uh, but uh, it's always a special treat. But with that being said, uh, the fishery has been managed very well, probably for a number of years. I mean, since 2006, when some of these regulations were set forth, they were set forth to protect the fish, Uh, protect the fish from, you know, from from disease, from mishandling, uh, enabling them to grow. Um, and maintain a trophy fishery. And that means artificial uh, lures only, barbless hooks, uh, zero limit, or very limited limit. Uh, and so, basically, in a nutshell, that has led to uh, a trophy brown trout fishery with historically great, great fishery management. But that's changed uh, here. uh, That started the new regulations took effect and were implemented on March 1st, 2021. And basically what happened was it went from being a year-round accessible fishery on the California side to being closed from November 15th uh, to the last Saturday in April. So effectively closing it during uh, what can be a a, a great, great winter season. Um, That river flows all winter long um, to where now you can't access it. So that limits your access only to the Nevada side, which Nevada side is great. But these two sides of the river, you know, work together. So what harms one side can harm the other and what benefits one side could benefit the other but in this case with these new regulations being set essentially at the headwater and start of the East Walker uh, I, it's going to have a dramatic effect California side and the Nevada side so that's something um, to keep in mind so what, what can we do about this I mean basically Even though on the Nevada side, everything is super clean, you know, no limit Artificial barbless good to go You know those fish move up and down the river and you know now we're gonna see The potential of young fish getting damaged lips from barbed hooks um, You know Probably potentially ill handling getting infections dying You know biologically what could that possibly do to the rest of the fish in the river? I couldn't tell you but it's probably not going to be a positive effect. It's not going to be a positive image uh, upon the fishery, especially since it's been maintained as a trophy fishery. So, uh, and we'll get we'll get to the call to the action here near the end of the podcast. But just trying to paint a picture here for you uh, of the big changes. So now, when it is open after that winter months are open, like I said, you have you know, that that artificial lure with barbs. And something that also to take note of is that the rest of the trout rivers and streams in the eastern Sierra for this season, then I imagine for uh, seasons, uh, you know, next year and the year after until the regulations are changed, are calling for zero limit um, and... Harbless. Um Or, you know, there's been a few I actually poked around the area and took pictures of signs and 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 looked at different management practices to try to figure out why, why the East Walker was picked on. So it was uh, kind of hard to figure out. Um, I also took the time to speak to a couple business owners because the effect of this regulation change goes beyond the fishery. Now, the fishery brings considerable crowds, and not just local crowds, it brings people from all over the world, literally all over the world, uh, to come in and fish this. And the one township that supports this the most is Bridgeport, and I was able to take time and I actually stopped, I spoke with Jim Reed over at Ken Sporting's Goods, which I highly recommend going into if, if you're popping in the area to do any fishing whether it's at the east walker twin lakes west walker or any waters in that area it's a key shop to stop into lots of great stuff and definitely a lot of great intel on what to use but you know they rely you know heavily upon the summer traffic and as far as the winter traffic goes you know it's 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 low and slow that whole town pretty much kind of comes to a crawl and Any, any fishing trafficker that comes through, whether they're staying in a hotel in town or they're eating in town, if they're going to the sporting goods store, um, it all goes a super long way. And for that piece of the fishery to be closed in the winter, as you can imagine, you know, those very few that do come out probably, well, they're not going to come out. Um, And if they do, they'll probably go over to the Nevada side and it may not include a stop in Bridgeport. So there's an economic effect. Uh, I also had a conversation with a restaurant owner, uh, Will Clayton, which is across the street from Ken's Sporting Goods. Uh, he's also an avid fly angler uh, and was guiding in that area for a long time. But now his full-time gig is, is feeding people. And uh, same thing, you know, his big winter business would probably be significantly... You know detracted so it comes down to this look a, a river is is a direct reflection of the community that surrounds it or supports it you know period and if you look at the east walker river both on the california and nevada side is a beautiful high quality well-managed well-maintained fishery and unfortunately a call was made by you know, an outside agency, you know, or an individual or group within inside that agency that was done without the advisement of the community that has supported it for years. And that community includes the fishermen, the shops, the businesses, the guides, the outfitters, everyone that has spent a lot of time and effort to get it to where it's at. And it would be a shame to see it degrade. Uh because someone didn't have the knowledge to make the call that they did. So this is our call to action is basically, please reach out to the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, to the Fishing Game Commission, and voice your opinion. Uh, Let them know what you think, how it affects you, how it affects those around you, how it affects the future of the fishery, Uh, put it in your own words Uh, because if we get enough of those from many different directions um, I think it will really drive it home and they'll have a better understanding of the fishery so essentially it's going to be our job to help educate those that are in charge of our waterway um, to get it to where it needs to be, to back to where it needs to be and in our our position uh, and the community position uh, around this is, you know, let's, let's shoot for the moon here and hey, let's keep it open as a year round artificial single barbless catch and release water, just like on the Nevada side. You know, the Nevada side hasn't seen any harmful impacts from managing the waterway that way and California side was doing well uh, on top of that. So let's get it back to that. And if this makes you upset as much as it makes me upset, uh, perfect. You know, it just take a positive role with it and, you know, let's get our voice out there. So this is what you can do uh, email address you have uh, it is FGC. So, fanatically, that's Foxtrot Golf Charlie at Foxtrot Golf Charlie dot ca or charliealpha dot gov so fgc at fgc.ca.gov uh, we got a phone number of nine one six six five three four eight nine nine or nine one six six five three seven two two nine and that'll get you to the Fish and Game Commission or even easier way uh, our friends over there at Walker River Outfitters if you go to their website right on their front page uh, click through that. And they actually have a sample letter, um, that you can click on and fill out and use that as a basis. And he's got the address and everything over there. So big thanks to Andrew Sears for putting that out. He's a long time guide, um, out there on the East Walker has invested a lot of time and energy, um, knows that river really, really well. So uh, go to that page, walkerriveroutfitters.com, um, you can even go to our page at bearfishalliance.com and the opening banner will direct you right to his page. um he's got a great amount of information on there really detailing this. so uh check it out. uh get your voice heard. uh let's help this fishery out. We got other agencies involved, you know Trout Unlimiteds doing a big part, uh Caltra um uh, Cal Trout, um you know the whole township uh everybody's involved in this. So, uh, it's, it's a good effort and, you know, while you're on top of it, Hey, if, if you're going to go into town, if you're going to fish that river, you know, this summer and this fall, uh, go into town, drop in Ken sporting goods, um, learn a little bit more. They have wonderful insight. They've been in town for a really long time. Uh, have deep roots on that river and they'll tell you so much about that river Uh, It's pretty inspiring. It really is a great river. And then, you know, while you're in town, you'll probably work up an appetite. So big plug uh, for best barbecue in town. Walk right across the street to Growler's. Go see Will. Um, He'll have his barbecue going. Um, Good stuff. And you'll be supporting another uh, fellow fly fisherman. So all good stuff. So uh, in the end, there's all your information If you need any more information, like I said, you can just go to bearfishalliance.com, click on that homepage, you'll see the banner, and it'll take you right where you need to go. So, all right, well, thank you for listening to this episode of Burritos Breaks and Flies Micro Tips, and thank you for your help and support on keeping that east walker a strong trophy fishery. Thank you, and tight lines.